0: almost here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.
1: Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Ulrike Mueller, uh, the CTO, Chief Technology Officer at New Store. How are you doing? Thank you. How are you? Yeah, you're good. Thanks for coming. So, um, I saw a video that you sent me on NewStore, but um, if you would, can you explain what NewStore is and how it works, you know, using mobile commerce for uh, for listeners?
2: Uh, yes. So um, I usually describe it is that we are living in a mobile age and and um, how we actually we can experience it every day, how mobile is transforming our lives. Uh, you can think about it with Beaver started a few years ago and then I can chance with the tap of finger. Uh, can get transportation servers. When you think about all the uh, food ordering or more coming of medical applications, so mobile is changing uh, a changing the world we are living into. And it's also changing e commerce. and And we are as a, company, a strong believer is that the future of e commerce is in mobile. And with mobile, I not only mean that the smaller screen, but also I mean that that one. The possibilities which are enabled with mobile that I can and I can order everywhere, that I can interact in the stores, uh, for example, uh, with the physical surrounding of the um, of the store, that the sales associates is also equipped with mobile technology. So it's many many things. For mobile uh, technology is transforming also e-commerce and. And this is the vision that we oversee, and then a lot of in the industry see this vision, but it's so hard for for brands and retailers to really offer their uh, their customers. The systems are really like outdated to uh, achieve this e-commerce systems or management. And we have set out to build uh, a platform which enables uh, retailers brands to really provide these experience, these mobile experience to their uh, uh, to their customers. Wherever they're shopping, whether they are from home, whether they're on the go, whether they're in the store, that they can really leverage all the mobile technology uh, knowledge to provide um, um, a modern retail um, experience. So that's why we also say mobile first on the channel platform, because these are the three really deep problems with their target.
1: All right. So you're talking about the different ways that currently stores are using essentially antiquated platforms and it's not very mobile. You know, for instance, I go into a store, I can walk around and you know pick out things and then I'll go to the register. And the register itself is 20 30 50 years old from what I saw in your video you have a very different vision of commerce. So can you give either the example that was in the video or a similar example can you step me through a potential transaction and the elements that are different under a new store versus what what's happening now.
2: So maybe to describe to you what the reality is nowadays. Abraham, nowadays you you have Retailers have isolated systems. It's very still very common that they have a they have a separate e-commerce system. They have a separate POS system. They have uh, an order management system, which is typically technology-wise ten years old, uh, which doesn't understand anything off the in-store. They only understand maybe the e-commerce. Then they have somewhere an ERP system in the background where they try to bridge something. What it means is that, first of all, when when a customer comes into the store, that they cannot uh, identify or match what the customer has done, for example, in the e-commerce channel. So the sales associate cannot serve the customer in the right way, offer the right product, because there is no visibility in what was done on the e-commerce channel. Also, the e-commerce channel not necessarily has the complete visibility into the in-store inventory. And so some retailers have solved it with large IT projects that they're really integ- integrating these uh, these cha- uh, these channels. And what we are now st- uh, starting is that we say we build a platform, which is there, built from day one to integrate all um, all these uh, different channels. That there's just it's just a, a, there's a one customer, and it is if for the customer it is not doesn't matter anymore where she is shopping, whether she goes to the store or whether she uh, shops online. So in an ideal uh, scenario, it is, for example, the um, the brand, they have an um, app, for example, a mobile application, walks into the store, then through the technology, for example, through a beacon or some geofencing, the app recognizes it's now in the store. Through our platform, we send a notification to the sales associate. We also know maybe which sales associate is just right and busy, which is available. Or we have, for example, a history of past interactions. So we know which sales associate has before reserved these customers, would send a notification. This comes up on the screen of the sales associate. The sales associate sees also there. Uh, the all transactions with the brand so sees when she was on the website when she added something to the basket can see maybe her references for certain color or certain style and then from there on can now uh, serve the customer and then the sales associate is also then can then when a the product is not available in the store see immediately availability in from other stores sees the availability in the for example in a in, in a warehouse can also add this also to the transaction in the store, and uh, then check out the customer on the on the spot. There's no space necessary for a traditional um, a register. Just can uh, check out the customer on on the spot, like for some, what you can see also like in an, an Apple store. And then when she would then take the goods she bought in the in the store, take it home. Also there, when she would uh, look into her app, she sees there in the app her t- uh, transactions. From, this, from the store uh, transaction. And there she can also now start, for example, on the transaction, pick the, uh, pick an item that she wants to, for example, return, process the return, run the return from home, even so it was a purchase that in the store and return it, for example, back to the store through a postal carrier or, for example, return it to the DC. So that is the experience, it's a completely integrated experience. And there is, no break in the experience because they are a separated system, whether it's online or it's in a brick and mortar store.
1: Do you have anyone that feels like this would be invasive? You know, do any, do customers feel like, hey, well, what if I don't want the store to know I bought X, Y, and Z before, you know, do they have to opt into this or are they just required to use uh, yes. the system, you know?
2: So that is that is that is privacy best practice. That for sure, when I'm performing a transaction, that I'm giving consent that this data is captured. But it is also something is when I have a when I have a good experience with a, with a brand, then I'm often the the consumers are interested also to have to have a at form learn more about the what the, what the brand has to offer. And it's also something. Where a brand as a good strategy, I think, will offer incentive, for example, through loyalty programs. And with that, with loyalty programs offering promotions and special offers. And I think that's what we'll see more about. It's a balance. Yes, it has. It's always it's an opt-in. In whether I, pro- I disclose this transactional information. On the other side, it's also something where, for example, the brand is offering then also some benefits.
1: Is there a in life um real use of this right now? Or are you at the beta stage or do you have a, a particular use case or brand that's using it?
2: Uh, yes. So we have a brand live. We're using in a scenario in Europe with um Adidas and we are uh currently in the process of implementing two retailers in the US. Unfortunately I cannot say the
1: name. What what's been the experience so far with Adidas? You know, what have customers said, what have yeah people that work at the at the stores say, You know what's the feedback and what's been surprising yeah. about it good or bad
2: yeah so i so adidas uses in a in a slightly different setup. They have launched a mobile only brand and uh, which is special laceless shoe, and here the target is is really it's a complete mobile experience where they are specifically about the same day delivery that's something what um have not mentioned so far is that's also what's expected nowadays of short delivery time, guaranteed delivery. Um, that is what consumers are demanding today. That's what Amazon basically has set the bar with a, with a prime now that I can give, get, uh, get certain things in within 90 minutes. And that's also what we are offering that, that we have integrated into the platform last mile delivery providers. Who, where we then allow uh, delivery in, uh, within the city, for example, from the store within 90 minutes, and that's what, we, what Adidas is building on top of it. It's in a uh, curly life in London and in Berlin, where then people can order these special laceless shoes and then experience. And that is basically what we're targeting: is these frictionless, these removing barriers, and that uh, that is so important for the for the success of the of the brands to remove barriers, to remove obstacles for the, for the transaction to happen. And that's what we heard from this feedback, that customers really loved how seamless uh,
1: the experience. So what's your anticipated roadmap for the rest of this year and for the next year or so? What's your rollout going to look like?
2: Yeah, so we are, we are, we have, we are a young startup company. We have set the, uh, the foundation. We are exploring also new new ways how um, the interaction can Can happen between a sales associate and a customer using capabilities that you're using, integrating chat deeper, uh, for example, that a sales associate can chat with a customer, and then also, for example, recommend products, and then also managing the the payment through it. So, for example, you saw also like the latest announcement from Apple with iOS 11, where there is also payment then possible through integrated uh, integrated into chat. This is, for example, one area where we're investing. Uh, um, we'll be investing a lot, and there will be other areas where we explore new ways of the uh, of the interaction.
1: Okay, very good. Besides the current modules you have now and the way it works, what do you see as the future of commerce? You know, what other things are you going to add to the platform that you worked on that may not be ready yet or long? So
2: it, we are constantly experimenting, and we're watching very carefully what will come into the future and uh, looking down. Further down a few years, it's clearly, I would say, has yes, two technologies which we are uh, closely watching. And the one is um, it's on AR, so augmented reality. It could be, for example, in the pearl sector, how can this be uh, used for for fit, fitting? For example, find the right shoes which fit which fit well. So I think that this would be one example where potentially AR could be helpful or. Using AR to see how, for example, clothes would look um, look on me. So that is what I can see, uh, what I, uh, what we definitely could see uh, see. if we are carefully watching how what is coming up on the technology horizon. The other thing is definitely voice. It well, probably the voice will not uh, not replace a sales associate um, uh, in the store, but voice will be a, a technology for like uh, post sales when I have questions for the product. Maybe also giving, in other scenarios, recommendation uh, when I'm online. So these are an overall the two technologies which we are closely watching and looking for ways um, how it could be offered there
1: and more possibilities for our customers. I saw so in your example um, that the uh, the sales associate essentially texted the customer after they had left and said, oh, how are the uh, shoes you bought? And then recommended an upsell item based on their purchase history. So I could see how your platform extends the um, the interaction to before they come into the store and after they come into the store. So that was really interesting. Any feedback yes, exactly. or uh, anything you saw with those kind of interactions? How successful were they?
2: Yeah. So yeah. So what the, our idea is is with that one that how can we extend the relationship a sales associate has has built with a uh, customer? How can we extend that by beyond the customer leaving uh, leaving this uh, leaving the store? Uh, for this one so that is the basically idea because we think about the relationship between a sales associate and a customer it has it has a high a high value which can lead to higher t- um, also higher transactions that's what also builds up the experience and the brand relationship and so we are looking at for these ways how to continue this relationship even when a customer has left the store for this one we have it only running in, in 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 the labs, and we run a few experiments around this. The one tricky thing is how do we do payment. That's why we have not rolled it out to customers yet. But all the experience and tests that we have done so far are very, very
1: promising. Why do you think it's taken so long to come up with a platform like this? Why is retail so antiquated and fragmented? It's,
2: I think about it is the technology is getting more uh, complex and it requires large investments and when you look around which retailers have have technologies like that or parts of it available then it's always large companies it's like an it's an apple it's it's a, it's a nordstrom it's it's a, also like a, a walmart or target they have a lot of these implemented and they only can do it with a large it team when you go to to um other other brands so especially like apparel brands who are quite well known brand names, household names, but uh, which have smaller operations, they just cannot afford building building something like this out of the out of the pieces and right now it is always necessary to build it out of the piece, out of the e-commerce system, out of the order management system and this has and these systems um, are traditionally only focused towards solving a problem towards one channel, so the online channel, the offline channel. And it means always running a large project, bringing that together, and and nobody has yet made the attempt to really think about is build a new uh, platform uh, just for that purpose. And um, it's a difficult problem. It's 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 quite a significant system. It's quite large, and and so it took a while until now. Like it's really a, a startup. The team has formed the ra- uh, the right team came together. To form such a uh, such a uh, uh, company, and with Stefan, the founder of NewStore, being before the founder of Demandware and of Intershop, and also myself having the background being a co-founder also of uh, of Demandware, which was acquired by Salesforce, we we have the talent. We could form a team around it so that we could tackle these problems.
1: What about um, cost and training and you know ability to roll this out? Will this be only available for large brands, start, and what about for um, smaller brands, you know, maybe individual stores, that kind of thing? Will they ever get something like this?
2: So, for we are ta- we are targeting brands who have a strategy, have a uh, have a clear strategy for online and a strategy for multiple stores. That's uh, what we are, t- are talking about. It and pre- uh, companies who are building like a a nationwide brand that's what we are uh, targeting there can be sm- uh this can be smaller brands who have maybe a revenue of 30 40 million but we are not targeting these uh the small individual boutiques that is that i think they have a certain uh different need and they probably need more com- more complete solutions where they have also integrated certain aspects of their accounting of their uh, normal business operation they would need a an even more uh functional rich uh system or which covers more traditional things. So for example, we will not cover anything what an ERP system does. So we expect that our customers have an ERP system, for example, in place where they do the purchasing, where they do accounting and we are integrating with these systems. And while um I expect that for even smaller uh, uh s- smaller like single stores that they are, they would require a more complete solution they would also not have the uh, uh the means to integrate for example like in a separate erp system with, with with the e-commerce system so that's why it's 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 a different requirement going further down in in into market and and that's also why we decide we only want to really specifically solve these uh commerce problem and that's why we're targeting that specific market
1: what about for um online stores do you think they'll have a need for any of the aspects of uh of your program or that's completely different technology and that's covered uh
2: yeah i think they have they have a need and um especially for brands who go uh, direct to consumer what has uh shown what we know from from prospects and from numbers is that The companies who are most successful, they are combining the online commerce with uh, brick and mortar. So um, analysis shows that opening up a brick and mortar store in a certain region actually increases also the online sale in that same region. So I think the best way to to look at a modern brick and mortar store is not as a place where the physical transaction uh, happens but more way of uh, doing brand building to be present in the in the high streets of the cities to be present in uh, in the malls so with that one to also to advertise the brand to allow consumers to to walk into the store and experience the brand that is the for foremost for uh, purpose and then second comes also uh, the AID uh, transactions the the most successful uh, uh brands are the ones who can combine the online and such a brick and mortar strategy they are the most successful in building the brand and growing the the business and the way how to look at it is is to look not only at the what comes with that one is to look not at profitability of a store, but instead look at the profitability with the customer, so the profitability around the customer, both online and in the combination with the brick and mortar and it's just a means to basically to to communicate a brand and see then what is the profitability around a, a customer so from that sense yes it it's, it is absolutely an attractive offering. For for online brands, when they have really have the strategy, also to go omni-channel and offer, offer and present their brand in brick-and-mortar stores.
1: Well, very good. Last question: So, how can brands uh, engage with you and learn more about your platform, and perhaps test it out or get on your list to uh, have it rolled out for their stores?
2: Yes. So, the best way is uh, to contact us through through our website and. And then we will reach out to them and uh, go them through the process, explain all the the aspects of our product. And at one point, we would then engage also with potentially like a scoping workshop where we see what would be required to um, implement our platform.
1: Well, very good. Well, Orykah, thank you. It's, uh, it is really, really cool what you guys are doing. I think it'll be a great experience for people shopping and, um, you know, you can compete with Amazon and get products to them quickly uh, it's, it, it just it really opens up the world of um, a store with limited stuff on its shelves versus an amazon type place where it's it's unlimited and you can get what you want when you want and uh have a customized shopping experience so thank you so much for coming on the call
0: thank you richard thank you very much bye-bye the bitcoin ethereum and blockchain super conference is coming to dallas texas february 16 17 and 18 in 2018